You're listening to the Markeith Braden Podcast, a podcast dedicated to helping emerging entrepreneurs create a profitable life and business they love. And now your host, professional keynote speaker, digital marketing strategist, and master lifestyle coach, Markeith Braden. Good day, good day, good day. Thank you for joining me for another episode of Markeith Brayton Podcast, where we're all about helping emerging purpose-driven entrepreneurs to be seen and be heard so that they can profit doing what they love. And I am so excited to be bringing you a great guest who I've come to know through social media as well as through a group that we are a part of called Coach Speak and Write for Profits. None other than April Franks, who is a wonderful master coach who helps us all really scale and build our business. And so my guest today is none other than Miss Charvette Mitchell. Hey, Charvette. Hello, Marquis. Thank you so much for having me on your amazing podcast. I'm excited. Awesome. I'm excited too, because I think this is going to be a great topic for those who are emerging uh, purpose-driven entrepreneurs who are just getting started or those who are pretty new to business and wanting to learn how to better manage their branding and manage their marketing so that people can be attracted to what they have to offer. And so we always like to start out by getting our guests to tell us a little bit about themselves and a little bit about their entrepreneur journey and what their expertise and specialty is. Great. All right. Well, again, hello, everybody uh, that's checking us out. I am Charvette Mitchell, and I work with entrepreneurs to help them build their online platform so that they can generate revenue with an amazing online brand. And I do that in a couple of ways with my web design services and social media coaching. Um, some people might know me from a talk show that I host, a podcast that I have also called the Charvette Mitchell Radio Show that actually Marquis started about 10 years ago. Wow. Um, I started about 10 years ago, and it has just kept running. It's something that I don't push along. It pulls me, and so I'm really grateful for that. But um, my entrepreneurial journey started, um, I was working full-time uh, at a national bank, and um, interestingly enough, a friend of mine was starting a medical consulting business. And we're sitting around her kitchen table. Her name is Edwinette Moses. Uh, and we're coming up with all of her marketing things. And so my degree is in marketing from Virginia Commonwealth University. So we're doing brochures and business cards and all of this stuff. And then I stopped and I said, wait a minute, you don't have a website because we need to put the website address on all this stuff before we go print it. And so I said, well, you know what? I'll, I'll figure this out. This was probably about 10 years ago. I said, I'll figure out something. And so I put up this website, which today I would be shameful of any, if anybody <laughs> saw it. But um, I put up this website and, you know, we just got our marketing materials out. And then my church needed help with their website. And so I did the website for the church. And then people started asking me, Charvette, can you do my site? Can you do my site? And so I was doing all of these sites. And then I stopped one day. I said, wait a minute. Ain't I supposed to get paid for this? And yes, I said it just like that. <laughs> Ain't I supposed to get paid for this? Um, shouldn't isn't this a business? And so I recognized that I had a business. I recognized that I was able to fulfill a need to solve a problem, to offer a solution uh, for people around their marketing and just being able to get out and make money online. And so I hung up my shingle, and that's how my web design business started. Uh, and so I was still working corporate America. 
And I continued to build my business on the side. I continued to build um, until February of this year. And I left and said, it's time to go. And now I'm a full-time entrepreneur. That is awesome. You said a couple of things that I like to tease out. And the first thing was, was that ain't I supposed to get paid for this? Here's the great thing about what you said is that many of us have great expertise in a lot of different things, but what we really have is an expensive hobby. Yeah. When you could have a great business, but you're not charging. You're not, you don't have a fee scale. You know, you're just kind of willy-nilly in it, and it's just an expensive hobby. It's not a business until you get paid for doing that in which you're offering or helping to solve other people's problems. And so I thought that was great. And then the other thing uh, that I thought was great was that you said February of this year, you are now full-time in your business, and that's a great, great um, thing to know because as of June the 1st, Uh of 2018, I too will be full-time in my business. I've been in ministry the last three and a half years and put in my two-week notice about two weeks ago and just fully decided that, you know, hey, the business has been doing pretty good, but what could happen if I put all of my time and effort That's where I was. Yeah, like what could happen if I could fully devote fully dump all of my energy um, mm-hmm. into into this, what could happen. I, re- I remember when I was working in corporate America, Marquis, um, there was a director, and he started following me on Instagram. Mm-hmm. And he, he came to me one day basically and said, you could give us more. Mm. He said, he said, and again, I'm national bank, uh, well, international, because they have, they have uh, outlets overseas. But he said, you could give us more. And what I said to him was, it's about my energy. And I'm, I'm making a decision not to put all of my energy here. And he said, I get it. So yeah, it, it is, it is that, that energy split, if you will. I mean, I'm a faith-based and a spiritual uh, faith-based person, but there is a certain amount of only a certain amount of energy that you have, you know, to do things. So I'm excited that you'll be able to devote all of your energy as well. Yes. Yes. So what would you say to that budding entrepreneur who's just getting started say, and they say, you know, I really don't have a whole lot of money to invest in a website or marketing to get myself out there so that people know that I'm here because that's one of the main pieces to really launching your business is that it's not enough just to know that you have a product or a service that solves a problem, somebody has to know that you can solve it, <laughs> right? You know, and how do we go about ensuring that we affordably let people know that we have this business? So that's a great question. So number one, um, I would say to that budding entrepreneur is to get very clear about who it is um, that needs your business. We call it a target audience. We call it an avatar. Um, But I find that a lot of times people are um, confused uh, or they're all over the place. And so the first thing I would say is get very clear, very focused on who it is that I can serve with my product or my service or my business or nonprofit even. Uh, And then once you do that, the next thing that's very easy for you to do is get very clear on brand colors, like just get consistent. Even if you don't know the meaning of colors and you're not ready to work with a brand agency and all of that, 
sit down and at least just pick two to three colors that you can stick with so that you know one flyer isn't orange and green and the next flyer is red and yellow and the next flyer is purple and and and, and turquoise you know at least this is no money you can just sit down and say okay I don't know that much but I'm gonna stick with red black and gray all right so once you kind of settle on your colors there are a lot of tools that are out there um, that you can create some simple things like canva and pickmonkey canva.com and pickmonkey.com and then you need to start like working social media like it's a job um, you know so if you don't have money to create a website you still have this luxury of social media that allows you to get in front of at least if nothing else your friend base you know those that are already friends and already connected with you and because they're going to be number one probably some of your first supporters or first referrers of business and you need to start using your social media to let people know what it is that you have to offer and like all of what i just said costs zero money mm -hmm. so that's good you know because we can start with what we have access to absolutely and you may not necessarily fully have access to a website but you can still get graphics done so that your social media banners are branded you can yes. do um, videos and use those videos in your social media and so sometimes we we reach to the the end result right and not look at what 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 do I have to work with right now? Though I may not have a whole bunch of money to invest in. Exactly, and and you do need to think about it as an investment, mm -hmm. and um, you do need to think about it as I've got to put something into my business because if I'm asking people to to buy from me and to pay from me, pay services or products uh, for things that I have, then you've got to showcase that you've put something in, even if it's your sweat equity, even if it's right. just your time and your energy that you put something in. And the, you know, the other thing is that a lot of times people look a hundred miles down the road. I want to be Oprah. I want to be Beyonce. I want to be whoever versus kind of looking just 10 steps ahead. Mm -hmm. You know, who's the person that's even 10 steps ahead of you? What are they doing? And then once you go 10 steps, guess what? You'll be further down the road and then you can do the next part of it. This is all evolving. So where you start is not where you're going to end. Where you start is not where you're going to end. Nope. So you brought up brand colors. Yeah. What are the things that I should be thinking about as a new business or someone who wants to rebrand when it comes to colors? You should be thinking about we go back to your target audience okay. and what is appealing for them. So it's not about what your favorite colors are per se and what colors resonate with you. Uh, and actually I was just having this conversation with a web design consultation yesterday um, and she's targeting speaking corporately, but then she's also looking to do children's books. Hmm. Those are two different audiences. So the colors you would have for the children's book are not going to resonate with a corporate, you know, Fortune 500 company that's going to bring you in to speak. And so the colors need to resonate with the customer base you have. Um, and so that's one thing that you want to think about. And there are color um, wheels that are out on the, you know, if you can just search the meaning of colors. If you go to Google and type in the meaning of colors, there's some general meanings. Blues are trustworthy and safe. Um, you know, red is hot fire. You know, yellow is sunshine. So there's some meanings to colors. But the number one thing is that you want to think about what will resonate with the audience and that's what matters the most wow so what will resonate with the audience so when we're in business we 
have a tendency a lot of times when we're starting our business saying that we're starting it really for us. We want more freedom. We want uh, more time freedom. We want location independence. Those of us who are building a, a online based digital based business, but in all actuality, that business should be being built to solve somebody else's problem. Absolutely. Absolutely. And guess what? That, that avatar, that target audience may evolve or may change, or you may get more clear right. about who that is. So when I first started with web design, my target was people who never had a website before, like you know, maybe one book, um, ministries, it was very like your first entry point. My target audience has now um, evolved and now I am going after more high profile, high performing women in business, um, those who probably already had a website and now I'm redesigning because I'm moving their brand up. Mm -hmm. And so your target audience can evolve as you get more clear on um, who you want to work with and who you bring the most value to. Right. So the target audience evolves based on where you may be right. in, in business. So you, you may be entry level or you may just be a step beyond entry level. So you may be starting your business to work with entry level. Exactly. You know, one of the reasons why I like emerging uh, entrepreneurs, emerging small business owners is because I fully understood how difficult it was for me to learn it because I'm a DIYer. Yeah. And I Actually, know. I am, too, of, <laughs> Actually, I am too, Marquis. Actually, I am too. On the DL, don't tell yeah, nobody. That's yeah. Yeah. I'm a D. I mean, I'll sit and try to figure something out before I even go anywhere to try to get some <laughs> advice, which is, it can be good. It can be bad. It's yeah. good because I'm a teacher. And so right. once I learn it and once I have massaged it, I can take it and teach other people. And I know that there are others out there like me. Yeah. And I like to be able to, to give that step-by-step -step process to help others really uh, kind of grab hold of what they can grab hold of and, and implement what they can so that you don't necessarily try to spend all your money getting somebody to do things that you really could learn on your own. Right. Or you're not at the um, level where mm -hmm. spending that on that makes sense at that, right. point, at that yeah. point. And yeah. so- I you said um, nowadays there are a lot of websites, you know, that you can create yourself. Mm -hmm. And so actually I, it works better for me um, if I have a client who's had a website, because then they have gotten, they have done kind of the, okay, I need this, I need that. And they've thought through kind of what their website should have. They might not be able to do it, but at least if they have established some web presence, they have kind of already kind of worked out some kinks. So there's definitely tools out there. If you are a do-it-yourselfer, go do it. Just take the free off. Don't do the websites that say free at the top or free at the bottom, but okay. you can build your own website if you want to. Awesome, awesome. So one of the main pieces to my brand and why I do the podcast is that I'm, I really love helping uh, entrepreneurs and small business owners work on their personal brand. I believe that people do business with people, not with businesses. And the more you can enhance your personal brand identity, your footprint digitally, your expertise uh, that allows people to capture or see it, 
the more likely they trust you, the more likely they do business with you. And so what are your thoughts when it comes to building personal brand type websites for individuals as they are pursuing starting their business and have products and services they want to sell? Yes, I am right there with you. Um, for a period of time, Markeith, I actually thought, well, let me take myself out of the Mitchell Productions web design brand. So I went to Facebook and my Mitchell Productions page. I took all my pictures off. I put all these stock photos up because I thought, well, maybe that'll draw a different kind of clientele if I kind of have this generic whitewashed look, not in a um, demographic, but just in a a clear, you know, look. Mm -hmm. And I found that that was not the right thing to do because mm -hmm. I'm primarily providing the service and right. the web design clients are still connecting with me first. Even if there are other people that are helping support, they still were connecting with me first. So I learned that firsthand that I had to be in the brand. Mm -hmm. And so, um, and I had to be a brand myself because just like you said, they connect with you. So yes, even though you may have a business or things of that nature, you do want to think about a personal brand for yourself. And here's the thing. There's so many people that are great and gifted. They're doing multiple things. So you probably are speaking. You might be in an anthology. You might have a podcast. You might have, you know, this or that. And so that's kind of personal brand stuff that a personal brand website can help kind of showcase an umbrella for that. I always tell people to look at Oprah. You know, if you go to oh, Oprah.com, then you see, you know, the weight, the Weight Watchers connection there, the book club, the show, the app, you know, all of that is under her umbrella, even though you can go off into different other websites. So that's how I think about the personal brand is that, yes, you should have it. And it'd be great to have it, uh, a website represent that. Right. But the key to Oprah is that it, it came in steps. It came in yes. increments, right? You yes. can't just launch out there yeah. and you yes. got all these things working. You know, I like to use her as an example, especially with the network because yeah. it was year 24 and 25 where OWN was really struggling. I mean, almost yeah. going bankrupt. And she was hiring, you know, she hired Gail, she hired somebody else to be the CEO and it just was not doing well. Until yeah. she retired the show. Right. And she went full time at OWN to grow OWN because Oprah was the brand. Absolutely. Absolutely. You know? So and we can't do all of these things at once. We've we got to be focused. We've got to be laser focused. And we've got to pay attention to what's going on with what you're working on right now. Make it successful. And then you can move on. Yes, which goes week. back to that clarity that um, sometimes I see a lot of people not having clarity is because they are popping around and doing so many things. And so just like you said with Oprah, look how long she worked the show before the magazine even came on board. And so, yeah, I'm in agreement. That's really good. So before we close out this first half of the podcast, you bring up that word clarity. Yeah. What are some things or questions that one should ask themselves to help them with the clarity piece? Uh, so one thing should be, who do I want to work with? Hmm. Um, really, like, who's, who is the type of client that I want to work with? That will help steer your services and your offerings. Like, who, who do I want to work with? The other clarity question to ask is, what is it that I really do well? 
Um, and so a lot of times it was like, I'm doing this, I'm doing that, I'm doing landing page, I'm doing sales page, I'm doing websites, I'm doing speaker sheets, I'm doing, okay, pause. What is it that I'm really doing well and that I'm either getting traction in or can get traction in? Let me focus on that. Yes, you might be able to do five things, but what is it that you do really well and that you can build traction in? Um, and I think that helps add clarity. And then even if none of that helps, just one thing, you know, if you've got a to-do list of everything, just stick to one thing and really nail one thing. And that will hopefully keep you from being all over the place with books and events and, and partnerships and all of this until you get to that level where you can really scale. Wow. Thank you for those three things to think about if you're wanting to get more clear on your brand. Well, we have just gone through the first half of the podcast and we'll be right back in 30 seconds with Charvette Mitchell. At the end of the day, we all want to live successful and impactful lives. We all have dreams and aspirations that we truly want to achieve, but sometimes it's hard to get it done and to achieve those dreams and visions by ourselves. Sometimes you need to hire a coach or have a mentor. That's why I created the Inspire and Elevate Strategy Session. These strategy sessions allow you an opportunity to pull on my own personal expertise of being an individual who went from a nine to five and started his own successful speaking and coaching business. If you have a desire to move to your next level, if you have a desire to take some steps toward creating the lifestyle that you've always wanted, book your strategy session today. Go to MarkeithBraden.com, click on the Work With Me tab, and listen to the video. And look at the testimonials of the individuals that I've helped along the way. Your time is now. Your time is right now. Let's move you to your next level. Let's achieve the dreams and goals that you have by you booking your Inspire and Elevate strategy session. I know this is your opportunity. Now let's just move on it. Welcome back to the Marquis Brayton Podcast with our guest, Charvette Mitchell, the website guru, but I'm sure she's probably more than just the website guru, branding, marketing, so on and so forth. But we uh, just finished our first half just talking about various aspects of the foundation of building one's business with clarity and understanding brand colors. And what I wanted to do in this half was to have Charvette kind of talk to us a little bit about key components of a website. And what we'll do is we'll look at a particular website that Charvette would like for us to view so she can kind of talk about those key components. Those of you who are listening to the audio only, you'll have to go over to YouTube and watch the video so you can see those key components. But she will talk through them so that you can best understand them listening to the audio. And so we're going to go ahead and do that now, Charvette. I'm going to share my screen. Awesome. And exciting. go to your uh, website and you can tell me which one of these that you'd like for me to choose. All right, great. So we're here at Mitchell Productions. And actually, let's look at um, Shanita Rousey, and it's the top row, the third one uh, on the end. Yeah, let's, let's look at that. This is a, uh, a new site um, that I've 
recently created and um, she is, uh, we've got her pop up here, so we'll, we'll get rid of it. I'll talk about that in a second. Okay. Um, but um, Shanita is uh, a great example of a, I would say, emerging entrepreneur. She has a brand new book out, and she also has an a magazine um, that oh, she cool. is. She had kind of just had done a, a few years ago, and now she's resurrecting it and bringing it back. And so um, this is a brand new site that's to showcase her as an author and also to showcase uh, and get her magazine kind of back out there. Mm -hmm. But um, you'll notice on the homepage, um, you know, right away, since she's the brand, um, you know, there we've got her name showcased here. Right away, you can buy products um, or find out about the magazine. So we've got what we call call to actions right um right at the top here and she actually has um books and t-shirts and so um as we scroll you know scroll down some um she has a offers a free chapter for her book so right there another call to action um with that little uh, green button um so if you do have an email uh you know marketing tool or some way to try to capture uh, a site visitor's email information um that's something that you either want to have as a pop-up on which you saw when we initially came to the site or something uh, very quickly that they see um, so that you can try to entice them to give uh, their email address so that you then have a way to keep connecting. Markeith, I'll have clients who'll say, is there any way I can get everybody's email, you know, that comes to the, to the website? And like, there's no legal way, you know, to do that unless you ask for their email. That's and right. That's them. right. And so as we move on down the homepage, um, I do want to mention, so you've got to have a homepage. And so sometimes people don't actually put a lot on the homepage, but the statistics show that people spend about 12 to 15 seconds on your homepage deciding if they're going to stay on your website. So mm -hmm. it's a miss if you don't have a good amount, of, good amount of content on your homepage. So you do want to do that. So we introduce her really quickly um, so you know, you know who she is. And then as we move down on the homepage, um, we're also spotlighting um, her book. So we've got a product spotlight, um, you know, right away. So again, if you don't even leave the homepage, you know, she's an author, you see the book, you're able to buy the book from the homepage. Um, and then also as we move down further on the homepage, um, there is information a little bit about the, the uh, Opulent Era magazine. And so you can learn more about the magazine. And then we also have um, testimonials and blog posts on the homepage. And so um, blog posts are really the word on the street. That's kind of the testimonial section. The blog posts are really beneficial to have on the homepage because Google likes to see content that's updated. And the blog section is where you're able to update content consistently on your website. Um, and so that is on the homepage. And so for most people, um, and then we also have again, hey, here's how you can subscribe. And so we have that across the bottom of the page. So uh, about, you know, five different kind of call to actions right on this one, you know, homepage to drive people to action. Um, but let me tell you the next, the most visited page on the website, and that's actually the about page. And it doesn't even matter what kind of site you have. Uh, if you go to Google right now and type in Google and say, what page is the most visited page on the website about is the most visited page. Why? Because people want to know who they're doing business with. They want to know who's behind the brand. And so your about page, you want to have a bio. 
You want to let people know who you are and you can have a formal bio. You can, some people give um, interesting and cool information, uh, even a video here. If you feel you come across better on video, um, then putting a video on the about page also works. Awesome. Um, and then we're able, they're able to contact her if there's any contact information. Um, and you can notice her brand colors are this, mm -hmm. um, this purple and this muted turquoise. And so we've kept that consistent throughout the site. Um, so um, with the accent of this orange, this burnt orange is her third accent color. So usually you'll want to have two main colors and at least one or two accent colors. Uh, and so then we go into uh, just sharing information about the magazine and with the magazine, um, they're able to see some past articles. They can subscribe and just learn more about the magazine. Uh, and so that's, you know, that would be for others that may be your services page and maybe different pages that explain your services. Um, typically blog, I recommend for every entrepreneur to have a blog. And even if you're like, I'm not a writer, you can throw some video on there. You know, if you do Facebook live, you can embed your Facebook lives right into your blog. And this site is built with WordPress, um, which is one of the standard, you know, most commonly used softwares that are out there. And again, Google and the search engines really love the blogs. And so since she is an author, um, she's going to be at events. So we've got an event page um, as well. And so those of you that are in that speaking arena, coaching even, hosting events or attending other people's events, um, then you may want to consider having a place where people will know, hey, where can I find you? Where, you know, where will you be? Um, and then her shop will have uh, has her books and her t-shirts and so this is where you would have your products and people can shop they can there's an add to the cart they can view their cart and they can check out and it's all connected with uh, you know payment processor and she just gets the pings that says hey somebody place orders um, go ship your products and you got some money coming in and then of course we end it with a contact page which is something that you that everyone would need on your website you want to make it easy for people to contact you and so this is a great example I think of an author who has some products and she's got this magazine coming out awesome now I noticed that there are social media handles also in the home page bar or across the website why is that important yeah, you know, some people will connect with you a couple different places and um, they may come, they may want to say, hey, you know what, I want to see what she's doing on Instagram. I want to see what kind of pictures on, on Instagram. And so it's great to kind of make it really visible. There's some people that are Twitter people. They just want to tweet. And so if Twitter is their hangout spot, then you want to make it easy for them to jump over to Twitter and kind of connect with you right there. So it's a, almost another way just to kind of pull in that connection for your site visitors. Awesome. So we're going to stop share on that. So are there some, and I don't know if I'm supposed to say this, <laughs> don't do's or yeah. not do's for websites? Yeah. So okay. don't do's is number one on the homepage, have nothing on the homepage. Okay. Like, and I don't, I've seen that a couple of times where people might just have a picture and then there's nothing else. So don't underutilize the homepage, put more content on the homepage. Cause again, that may be the only chance you get to snag their attention. 
Um, so that that's one. Number two, don't use a whole bunch of different colors all over the place. So as we saw with Shanita, um, keep the colors consistent. I've seen websites where, again, the homepage was one color. There were other colors on the next page. There were, and what it is, is it disconnects for your customer. It's psychological. It helps when everything is the same color. It just helps make them connect the dots. And so don't use multiple colors on the site. And then your images, your pictures. You want to have professional pictures done of you and your products. Hmm. And I've got to mention that of you and your products. So sometimes people will have professional pictures done of themselves, but the product, there's no professional pictures. So let's just say you make candles and you say, well, I've got these 10 candles in my mobile phone. You know, I just take pictures on my mobile phone of these candles and I want to sell them. Well, one candle, it's a brown background. One candle, you set it outside and there's trees behind it. Another candle is a white background. So even if you can only do your own candles, get one little corner in your house with a white wall, stick the candle there and take the picture there every time. So at least your pictures will look cleaner. Because if you think about it, if you go to Macy's or any other website, the pictures are really clean of the product. So that's my third tip is your pictures. Make sure, Don't have janky pictures is one of my clients would say. <laughs> now, one of the things that came up when we came to the website was the pop-up. Yeah. How important is that to have on a website? So there are different thoughts to that. I have found that it does, if you have some type of pop-up, some people's the pop-up kind of come over to the right, some kind of instantly full screen like we saw with Shanita. I have found that if you do have a pop-up, it does drive um, enrollment into your email quicker than not having it. Okay. Uh, unless you're doing other things like teleseminars to get people into your email list. But I have found that it's a little nudge and it catches people's attention and say, oh, yeah, I'll grab that free chapter and just put your first name and your last name. And there you go. So have you found that there are particular freemiums that work better than others when it comes to mm -hmm. some of your clients? Okay, so again, we're always thinking about our target audience. Mm -hmm. And so um, I have found that um, checklists are working really well. Um, Ebooks, anything that feels like a lot of work to people may feel, you know, sometimes people have a, like a 50 page ebook. And so it may, that may probably is a digital product that you could sell. So <laughs> that may be a little much. You want the free item to be something that you feel like they can consume and it has high value. Videos are doing really well. Um, so, hey, get this access to this three-part video course. And even the videos might be four or five minutes or two minutes. It feels like very high value and they can consume it quickly. So videos and checklists, I think, are working really well. Great. Now, you mentioned blogs being a part of the website. How important is it that you have a consistency with your blog? Should, you, should it be once a month, once a week, once a quarter? How often should someone blog or vlog uh, right. for their website? Uh, I would shoot for at a minimum once a month. That's like a minimum. But if you shoot for once a week and you miss a week, then you're still okay. Mm -hmm. So if you can shoot for once a week, um, but I know that that's a lot for most people. So at least once a month and because at the end of the year, you'll have 12 blogs. Um, you want to at least touch it once a month. Now, when you say you have at least 12 blogs and if you're doing it once a month, is there a word count? You know, should these be what I call uh, influential or blog influences where they are not just 
basic blogs, but these are blogs where you get some good, valuable information and hyperlinks and th different things like that. Yeah. If you're going to do it once a month. So I would say, think about what will help the customer that's coming to your site be more comfortable with you and ready to swipe their card and ready to pay. And so I have found for my blog, um, because it used to be back in the day, we were really concerned about blog comments. And so, you know, it was all about how many comments did you get on your blog? And so there's a period in time now with social media, like people don't need to comment on blogs, so they can comment on Facebook. Right. And right. so it's really not about the comments on the blogs, but I've had customers say to me, like as they were checking me out, and again, this may apply more to higher price services, but they were like, I read through three or four of your articles. I read through, so people are, if you have a higher price service, then you want to think about your blog as giving expert information, expert guidance. As far as word count, 250 or less, like this is not a novel. Like even a hundred words, a video, and guess what? You don't even have to write it. It doesn't even have to be. You could, I could share Marquise's video. I could share your video and just add a little commentary if I felt it was content that my my audience would right. find beneficial. Yeah, and then you can also when you record. The reason why I love video one is because I'm a speaker, but yeah. two, I can take that video and have it transcribed. Bingo! And it can become the blog and then i can take the audio of that video and make it the podcast for the week bingo so absolutely. i love video <laughs> absolutely I love video. and i do the same like typically most cases if there's a video on my blog there's a transcript that i've had mm -hmm. i've had it just transcribed right. so i didn't write any of it so yeah so you mentioned social media a little bit and how important is social media to your website Ah, so social media and your website are really a marriage. Uh, and so your social media should be driving them to your website as much as possible because we are thankful for Mark Zuckerberger. He has been so gracious to allow us to be on his platform. But at the end of the day, it is his platform. And so your website can fully showcase what you have to offer. So social media should be driving them to your website. Um, and then you know, really the social media piece, oftentimes I got into the social media coaching because web design clients would say, okay, my site is up now. What? And uh -huh. I would always say, are you on social media? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, so I got into coaching social media really because of the web design clients. Cause it was the next step after the site was up. That's the next place that you want to go. Right. And I like what you said that thank Mark Zuckerberg for allowing us to use his platform. Yeah. Your platform is your website. Absolutely. So as much as you can use social media to drive people to your platform, just in case Mark decides, oh, let's just let Facebook go. And right. you all your business and all of your connection through Facebook, and now Facebook is gone, how do people know where to stay in contact with you. So your website is really your online real estate. Absolutely. It's your platform mm -hmm. and you can fully showcase what you have because you're, you're constrained on Facebook. Uh, and I love Facebook. I coach Facebook. I have a Facebook marketing bootcamp coming up, oh, okay. you know, here. but um, 
it's still you you are constrained it's it's more and i love lamar tyler says this and i know you know lamar that it's kind of the social media is kind of like the club you know you it, for those of you who go to the club but uh you know you meet and you mingle but really the purpose is to get the person's phone number so that right. hey, over to the website we can have lunch we can have coffee and pulls them up out of the noise of it yeah yeah that's good that's good i, I think i like that yeah. that symbolism or that that uh, correlation yeah social media awesome awesome well we have come to the end of another episode but before we go Charvette, what would you say in these final moments to that emerging entrepreneur who is really ready to take it to the next level really ready to begin to take some greater steps in moving their business their service or selling their product what would you say to them right now as they are contemplating and considering their next steps? To find a coach or someone who's five to 10 steps ahead of where you are right now. Not a thousand steps ahead, not even a hundred, but maybe someone that's five to 10 steps ahead of you and you can see their track record and connect with them to see, you know, for my industry, for what I'm doing, you know, how can I take my brand to the next level? And so I think, that is what I would recommend. And it may be a mentor. It may be, you know, there's a whole lot of consultants. There's a whole lot of different names out here. But if you've gotten as far as you can get, then there's somebody that's probably a few steps further that can look back and say, hey, you know, come this direction and it's going to skyrocket your brand. Awesome. Awesome. Well, let the listening audience know how can they get in contact with you? Where will they need to go via your website or social media handles? Yeah, so charvettemitchell.com is my main website. It'll lead you right there, charvettemitchell.com, and you can find out about all of our services, the radio show, my pop-up conference, and all that good stuff. And then it's just Charvette on Facebook and Twitter, Charvette with an S. And if you'd like to hang out on Instagram, it's M on Instagram because somebody else had Charvette. <laughs> Charvette M on yeah. Instagram. Instagram. Yeah. Well, thank you so much for joining me today for this episode of the podcast. I really believe that individuals really needed to hear about, you know, what are some things I need to be thinking about when it comes to my website? And then once I have a website, how do I get people engaged with that site? And then what about my brand colors? And all of these different questions that I get quite often when I'm working on personal branding for individuals or particularly small business owners and entrepreneurs. And so I thought this would be a great show to have and to have you on this week. Well, thank you. It's been my honor. Awesome. Well, I always enjoy and am elated that each of you join me each week, every Monday for a brand new episode of the Marquee Brain Podcast. And I want to hear your thoughts. So I would love for you to go to iTunes and share your rating and review with us. Let us know what you thought about the different things that Charvette uh, shared with us as, as it pertains to advice and tips as we go through helping you build a successful website for your business. Also, I'd love to hear feedback on what type of shows and what type of episodes you would like for us to record on the Marquee Brayton podcast, as well as do you know any individuals who would be exciting to have on the show? Because I love to have exciting guests and to interview them and to hear their particular expertise as it pertains to helping emerging purpose-driven entrepreneurs to scale and grow their business doing what they love. You know, I love 
encouraging, empowering, and helping you to build something that you believe is worth building. I want to make sure that you live the life that you truly want to live and have the opportunity to do the things that you truly want to do. And I can think of no better way to do that than through entrepreneurship. And so that's why the Marquise Braden podcast exists. And I look forward to bringing you more shows. If you're interested in the strategy session that was mentioned in the commercial, all you have to do is go to markeithbrayton.com and click on the work with me tab and the strategy session will come up and you can fill out the information. Or if you're interested in just having a consultation, I offer everyone a complimentary consultation with me for 30 minutes. And all you have to do is go to my website, markeithbrayton.com and click on the contact me tab and fill out the information so that I can get a notification that you would like that consultation. I know this for sure, that life's greatest tragedy is a life that is off purpose, a life that really has no direction. I want to help you have the right direction so that you can soar in life. Just remember this. Always shoot for the top because it's the bottom that's overcrowded. Take care. Thanks for listening to the Markeith Braden Podcast at MarkeithBraden.com. If you've not subscribed to the podcast via iTunes, subscribe today and be sure to leave Markeith a rating and review of today's episode. Just remember this, always shoot for the top because it's the bottom that's overcrowded.